Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Back, Fuchs. And the ball in behind Damian Bunny! Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand? Now the fans are shouting every week, Louis van Gaal's army! <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army! Feet after a fabulous start, the game just got away from you there. I have nothing, nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all? Three, two, one. Blast off. That's the season right there starting. Boom. Sam, we're finally here. Uh, officially a week away as it's Thursday the 3rd, next Friday, mm-hmm. start of the Premier League season. We got some. We got some previews to get to. We're going to start this episode, bottom half preview for what we think the table will be. Next week we'll do the top half along with previewing the games that are to ensue. A very special episode. Yeah, the 100th. Triple digits. Who would have thought? Big hundo. Who would have thought? Paul Red meme inserted. Yeah, here. there you go. Look at us. Something like Who would have thought? Something along Look those at lines. Us. Look at us. Look at us cooking. Triple what, digit what cooking. What was more reasonable, us getting to 100 or Luton Town getting to the Premier League? That's that's a good question. You know, probably us getting to 100 because we just have nothing better to do with our lives than Meanwhile, to sit here and smack talk some Premier League teams. Meanwhile, Luton are just duking it out. Yeah, vibing Duke through it, kitchens. Yeah, right. As they say. Something along those lines. I tell you what, we were spot on on a good amount. I think we only really were off on one team, maybe two. That was pretty different. But other than that, we were about spot on. Per usual. Let's start off. 20th place. Mm-hmm. We have Luton. Luton Town. Going to take you to. When was the town. last time there was a town in the Premier League? Huddersfield Town. <laughs> oh, that was good. On the spot. On the spot. I like that quick little piece of trivia. Hank. I mean, is Stop that it. is that actually? It's got to be. I don't think there's been any other towns. Yeah. No Carl Anthony towns no. in the Premier League. No, no, sir. Let's get into it. Last year, third in the championship. Mm-hmm. Personnel played a 3-4-1-2 most of the time. Every game, they had a back three. So that's something. They're going to be coming respect in. Respect the consistency. Yeah. Pretty average attack numbers by the raw numbers, but pretty good efficiency. Uh, only really high in dead ball chances. Everything else kind of middle of the pack. Worst tackling team and winning the ball back. See how that goes. I mean, they're going to, I would imagine, just be pushed in their own box most of the time anyway, so it's going to be a lot of clearances and blocks more than winning the ball in midfield and stuff. Question for you. Can you fit a bus through a kitchen? 
Yes. We will find out. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're setting up to be average possession, 20% maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, it wouldn't be more than, you know, 40. It would be hard to imagine. Yeah. Um, ceiling or basement said 17 to 20. If they stay up, they're going to stay up by the whiskers on their chin, by the skin in their teeth. It's hard to imagine them staying up, but some teams just want to implode upon themselves. They truly do, and they can't help themselves. And we'll definitely be talking about some of those yes. later on in this episode. But You could talk to me into about seven or eight teams that could go down. Yeah. Um, keys to success, good goalkeeping last year. They're top three in most goalkeeper statistics. Solid defense. Capitalize on what few chances you do have. My main question, Sam, how many will they score? Because I really just don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, how many goals did Southampton score last year? A decent chunk. It was more their defense that was bad. Did I think they score Wolves, Wolves were Wolves the were worst the team. Okay. But I think Southampton was probably like third or fourth lowest. Okay. Will they score more than Wolves? No. No, no. And that's saying a lot. Wolves are finally lining up. They're like, ah, finally, we don't have to be the lowest scoring team again, just like when Norwich was up. <laughs> um, you know, if I have to have an optimistic take on this this uh, situation, Sam, many of the teams that were deemed the worst to come up lately have stayed up, and I'm wondering if they can kind of keep the trend going. I think last year, most people would probably say Fulham or Nottingham Forest was the worst to come up, mm-hmm. regardless of whoever you say. They both stayed up. Uh, 2021, Brentford, a lot of people said they were the worst out of Watford and Norwich. Look who stayed up. Um, even going back 2019, when Sheffield came up, a lot of people were like, oh, I'm probably not going to do a whole lot. They got, what, ninth or whatever, 10th? I thought it was like 8th. Something like that. Yeah, crazy. Um, even before then, how we mentioned Huddersfield, another team that is not given a chance to ever stay up, and they stayed up. So yep. that's really their, their best belief is that nobody believes in us and we just – no pressure we just Mm -hmm. do what we got to do yeah i think that's their best option going forward there there's no pressure they can play with freedom i think there's kind of just an assumption that they're gonna get relegated anyways so you know why not make a go of it yeah things could happen teams have done it just like you said a lot of teams that have really surprised some people i think uh the other town huddersfield town Mm mm-hmm that's probably the closest comparison you have in terms of club yeah, size, very, I guess. Very small club. Um, so, you know, anything's possible. I like the fact that they had a solid defense last year and they kind of they had to capitalize on few chances because that's going to be their play style going mm-hmm. forward this year. We see a lot of times you get a team that dominates the championship, but they can't play like that in the Premier League. So, yes. Looking at you, unless Norwich. You're, unless you're Fulham. That's your Marco Silva in here cooking. Then he just puts us in the mud. Yeah, then you got Harry Reid out there. So here's my my questions for Luton. Carlton Morris, leading goal scorer last year. Can he perform in the Premier League? I think he had 20 goals last year in the championship. That's a pretty good amount there. Good return. Can he Mm -hmm. get above seven? That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. 
other potential contributors, Elijah Adebayo and Tehith Chong. Those are two younger guys, not super young, but kind of 25-ish. Yeah. Um, that I'm looking forward to seeing if they can make the step up to the Premier League, get some production out of those guys, but it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Should we get our bold prediction for Luton, Sam? Can you co-sign on this or no? Yes, I can. Uh, okay. I I said our bold prediction, and these are all relatively bold. They're not exactly the most bold, but it's it's pretty going out there. I have them under 20 points. That doesn't happen very much, Sam. It does not. I'd be interested to look and see when the last time it was, but I didn't have enough time to do research on that. Yeah. So. Wasn't, wasn't the lowest, like... 18 no darby was, was a little yeah it was more like i think they had a win in like nine draws or something like that i think it was more like 12 or 13 but it could be wrong they finished with 11 darby holy smokes imagine getting 11 points <laughs> let's see some others on the list here Sunderland finished with 15. Huddersfield finished with 16 in 2018, 2019. Nice. Aston Villa, 2015, 16, 17 points. That that, that, that was Sam's all-time worst team. That's the goat of Sam's worst teams. Yeah, that was the worst team that I ever witnessed with my eyes. I, it felt like no one tried for them. It was a pathetic team. Looking at you, Gabby Ekbunglahor, who's out here <laughs> raiding... <laughs> Consa Mad. over Varane. <laughs> Douglas Louise talk. over Casemiro. Here we are defending Manchester United. Yeah, look at us. Are you ready to move on? Yes. Number 19. We both had this team at 19 as well. Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. The Blades. Last year, second in the championship. Uh, personnel, pretty decent attack. Uh, one of the best teams to take the ball away from the opponents. Um, honestly, not one of the best passing teams. And, you know, losing one of their most dynamic players officially, we talked about last pot or a couple pots ago, um, and I going to Marseille officially. Oh, I didn't even see that. Um, that's going to be tough. I would suspect they just go for a quick loan of someone. I, I mean, it would be tough to bring someone in in the last month, but who knows? Yeah. I guess it could happen. Ceiling basement, I had them 15 to 20. Um Keys to success, obviously, how will they create goals? They need to find a way to manufacture goals. But also, what what's going to be their identity, Sam? Because you, clearly they have a dynamism lacking now that they don't have their best playmaker slash one of, if not their best goal scorers. Yeah, I think their route kind of has to be that they have the experience. They've had... You know, they have this solid core of guys that have played in the Premier League before. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to have to rely on that and try and get through. I think a big point is going to be if Ryan Brewster can stay healthy, which is a big question mark. Uh, But really, like you said, you need to be able to replace that production out of Indai. Yeah, you need the service aspect of it is the main thing that comes down to. Brewster might be fine, but... Getting who's going to get him the ball? That'll be the question that uh, yeah we all wonder about. Yeah. So uh, 
my dilemma and conclusion. Will and experience squad work in the favor. Is Ollie McBurney still trash? I remember watching him last time in the Premier League and the man could not score a goal to save his life, but he had a decent goal tally last season. I really like their signing that they made. It was either today or yesterday. Austin Trusty from Arsenal, youngster, five million pounds. I think that's a good move. Center back, up and coming. A lot of teams were looking at him. He was Birmingham City's player of the season last year, if I recall correctly. So that's good. That's Tom Brady's Birmingham City. Tom Brady's Birmingham. I don't know much about soccer, but I do know about winning. (laughs) Thanks, Tom. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a way as far as the optimistic look to where they could be kind of balanced, pragmatic approach. It's just no over-reliance on one guy, that kind of style, yeah. almost like Bournemouth style, but I just don't know who's creating for them is what worries me. Mm-hmm. Um, bold prediction for them. Feel free to throw something else in. These are, these are pretty lame and tame at times. I didn't know what to do for them, but... I really like Sander Berger. I thought he was good when he was up last time. He's only improved since then. I think he's going to be thrown into the most underrated player convos like right away. Just be like, oh, this guy. Did you see this guy? He's really good. <laughs> like a Jao Paulinia-esque yeah. kind of guy. I'm a little worried about the whole goalkeeping situation. I'm not sure if they really have a Premier League level goalkeeper. Bro, they have Wes foddering them yes big wes big wes wessy <laughs> yeah we'll see um i don't know he's previously, 32 previously they had uh, <laughs> he's 32 wes at ramsdale back when they were in the premier league yeah now he's back up to david raya yeah exactly Arsenal, why is arsenal going what the copy in chelsea with the manlet goalkeeper <laughs> i could tell you don't don't fall in love with the man, the goalkeeper. I couldn't tell you what Arsenal is doing, to be honest. Um, let's move on to the last relegation team. Yes. I had them slightly higher than you, but given the averages and how everything worked out, they still stayed at 18th where you had them because I think I only had them one or two spots higher. But it's Wolves. <laughs> Everyone is very down on Wolves right now. They're, everyone's kind of coming around to it finally. Everyone's like, Wait, who's on their team? They lost Neves. I know that. And they're like, oh, my God. See, we saw the car crash coming, and now people are like, oh, the the car is about to crash, so now we're going and to And it look, very but... reminds me of Southampton last year where their fans were, like, oblivious to yeah. that their team actually sucked. Yeah. Because um, right now, Wolves fans, they were realistic about Lodge and all that, and now it's like, well, our team is actually pretty decent. It's like, well, your manager wants to leave, mm-hmm. and you really haven't spent much money. And you're sitting here complaining that your owners can't spend. Meanwhile, they're spending 50 mil on Matthias Cunha, and he gets like a goal and two assists in like 14 games. So I don't know what to tell you. Um, Last year finished 13th. Personnel, typically 4-2-3-1. A little bit of 4-4-2 action at times. Ceiling and basement, I'd say 14 to 20, that range. Keys to success, obviously good D and timely goal scoring. That's all they've really done over the last two or three years. Um, obviously the scoring is going to be limited, so it has to be timely. Um, my question is, what is this midfield going to look like for Wolves? It's going to be a lot of reliance on some 
guys that we've seen glimpses of. Yeah. But not not fully like extended stretches of times from uh obviously we've seen Lamina, but you know, Jao Gomez, Bubakar Traore, I we'll see. Um Sarabio probably be thrown in the mix. Then you get then you get into the guys where it's more like Nunes and more attack minded guys yeah. who'll be dropped back a little bit, but Yeah, I'm I'm wondering like who's gonna play that uh Neves role in in this I, system. I'm yeah. not sure. Uh that's kind of what I was gonna bring up with Wolves is they're gonna have to bring some guys into the fold or back into the fold. Um Bubakar Traore played a little bit last season, but He's going to be one that they'll probably have to play a little more. Joe Hodge, maybe. Mm. Um, Luke Kundal. Luke Kundal. Get in, lad. Um, and what about guys like Gonzalo Guedes and Fabio Silva? Is there any chance that those guys could be brought in? I think Fabio Silva's been playing a good amount for them in attack so yeah. far this preseason. So I think they're going to give it another go. I mean... You spent like 30 some, 40 some on him. Yeah. You might as well play him, or you can sell him for 20. But given, given the dire situation yeah. in their attack, you almost I mean, just have to play him and see what you got. You got to bring these guys back in and give them a chance. I at least feel better about Fabio Silva than I do about like Pedro Leto. I mean, that guy could that guy could just go. You should probably sell him. I'm not sure if I can co sign on that. You like Pedro Leto? Over Fabio Silva? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I've I've given up on Pedro Neto. I've seen nothing out of Fabio Silva. Well, I know, I've but at he's least all, seen he hasn't been there. Out of it, Pedro Neto. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the techers that get you nowhere. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, the optimistic look is low scoring and solid D. The last two years has had them stay up again and stay competitive, especially two years ago. So why not again? But then you're getting into the what we ran into with Burnley a few years back, where no one really saw it coming. We're like. This defense, it's not as good as it used to be. A little leaky. They didn't do anything for the attack. Especially with the midfield situation. Yeah. You know, that plays an impact on the defense. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You said the key to a bad defense is a good midfield to make it look okay or something like that. So that a couple podcasts ago. Rings true. I think I said every good defense starts with a good midfield. But, something like that. You know, it... It could it'd be applied to a, an average defense. Yeah, needs at exactly. least an average you can, you can get away with an average or bad defense if you have a good midfield. Yeah. Th- that's for sure. Sam, talk to me about Sasha Kleidshed. You know, I'm glad you brought up a kaleidoscope. Yep. Kaleidjic. Kaleidjic. Because I had a note on him. I said, can he be the goal scorer that they need? That's kind of... Yeah. Can he be the Arsene Wenger, like a new signing... Yeah. Because really, he is like a new signing because he, he played, played like 60, not even like 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that's That's got to be something that Wolves just have to hope for because yeah. they're not going to sign anyone. Yep. So they got to hope that he pops off or someone else pops off. Him or Fabio Silva have to be the guy. Otherwise, I have little to no faith. I mean, I think... losing losing Neves and losing Trore were mm-hmm. definitely. You might not say best players because Kilman's been so good and Sauce had moments and stuff, but you've lost really the spirit of your team over the last like yeah. two, three, four, five years. Yeah. Um, in losing those guys, so yeah, they're gonna need to find an identity. Yeah, hundred percent. What, what, what's Wolves' identity right now? 
no idea. It's and Julian Lopetegui saying, I don't know if I'm going to stay here, guys. Exactly. We find ourselves <laughs> in the same exact situation you were talking about with Bruno Lage mm-hmm. just a season ago where it's like, eh, he might be not wanting to be here anymore. Although Bruno Lage, I think, is just not good. He's just not good. Lopetegui is probably decent. Yeah. He just, you have to spend a little bit. I mean, my God. You know, I'm I'm for Lup- Lopetegui, except when he starts Diego Costa. That's what really triggered me. But I believe I, in him I, more than I believe in him because they were in Fuego the second half yeah. of the year at home. Especially road, considering so much, that they at sucked at the start of the season. Yes. I mean, my God, they lost it. Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea. I mean, how bad you got to be? <laughs> Three nil. The highlight of the game was Diego Costa walking off the field, getting applauded. <laughs> uh, bold prediction. This is probably the spiciest of the bold predictions. Craig Dawson, top score. This is a good one. I was doing my notes the last or two years ago. Their top score had six goals. Yeah. You don't think that can happen again? You uh, don't think Craig I Dawson could be the guy who gets six corners? If, if Kaleidoscope doesn't, then yeah, yeah, I believe it. I was Good. I was telling Hank I was doing my notes and I saw it and I said, "Wait, what is this? Who let this man cook? What is this? <laughs> this is getting too bold, too crazy. What is this, Stephen A. Smith?" And then I said, "But wait, what if he's right? Hold up, let him cook. Let him cook. Hank is cooking it in mm. the lab, cooking up some good takes." Simon, need you to think of a bold prediction for this team because I couldn't think of one. Moving on to 17, these are the teams that stayed up. Congratulations on staying up yes. in our fantasy world that will not play out this way. It could. It could, but it won't. 17, Burnley. Last year won the championship. Personnel 4-2-3-1. A little dabble in 4-3-3 at times. They're ceiling to basement. We have them in that 14 to 20 range. Seems like people are really in love with them mm-hmm. because of their play style. And the company factor. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where I think Burnley is starting to be a completely different club. From Is, is Burnley now sexy? Yeah, I know. It's it's one thing when you don't have your uh, this Brexit, your, Brexit FC team yeah, with John Dyche. Yeah, this is Brexit Burnley. Um, it's completely different. They're making smart, cheap signings, but also it's one of those things when you have a great year and a lot of it's... You know, contingent on these lone players, mm-hmm. and you bring new guys in who haven't played in the league before. It's not always a lock, so that's, that's why true. it's it's a it's a bit uh, worrying. But keys to success: control the games that they have the quality to control. This is exactly what we said about Fulham last year. We're like, the key to them is they're going to play their style, and they're not going to be better than a ton of teams. But when they are better, they have to win those games playing the way they do. And honestly, Fulham did, and they even beat teams yeah. playing their own style that were better than them. Yeah. Um, you know. So, uh, main question: Where will the goals come from? Team last year, you know, obviously as I mentioned, I do some chunk of loney players that were not there. Obviously, Nathan Tella, the main one. They're still kind of going after him, but I don't know. What do you think, Sam, about the the goal scoring for this team? Yeah, like you said, Tella was their leading goal scorer last season, 17 goals. Interesting to see how they intend to replace that if they don't end up signing him. They've got some guys that are kind of like, man, you know, like Jay Rodriguez and... Vutveg Horse, but they have a couple guys like Benson Manuel and Anas Zuri, was it, Zauri, who are some younger guys. Mm-hmm. Jakob Brun Larsen's been around the Bundesliga for a while, so they have a bunch of like kind of random guys. 
Yeah, I um, do. I do like overall their squad is fairly young. Not to mention it's deep. I like that. So there's yeah. a, plenty of room for opportunity and stuff. I just feel a whole lot better about their defense and where they're at. Can you tell me how Nathan Redmond's only 29 years old? Uh, guy's got to be like 40 by now. I know. Well, he was in Turkey last year, so that <laughs> de-ages you five years. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where if you're looking kind of optimistic, like I'd mentioned last year about the whole Fulham thing, it's like that possession style. You have the quality in certain aspects of the field. You have the quality coach. It's possible. Um, Sam, you got a bold prediction for Burnley? Vodvag horse scores 10 goals. No way. That's that's insanity. That's insanity. I'll say that... Cook. I'll say that they have a top Adam Cook. seven defense. Top seven. Wow, that's, that's... That's pretty good. It's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go there. Uh, 16. We have Everton. 16. 16. In- insert the sound effect. 16. His mom still buys his trousers. <laughs> 16. Everton, yeah, Everton's mom's still buying trousers. <laughs> yeah, and it's on freeze. <laughs> it's on free transfers. Last year finished seventeenth. Personnel, variety of formation, really under Dice shows four five one and four two three one, uh, were the ones that rolled out by him. Ceiling to basement, I said twelve to eighteen. Um, keys to success, obviously relying on Pickford and the defense. Um, efficiency on the counter and really winning the ball in midfield, turning teams over going fast but i just have to ask sam once again where's the playmaking coming from you have a solid midfield a more of a side-to-side passer nana wins the ball back yeah decore for what he is is pretty dynamic going yeah, forward but i wouldn't say he's a, i wouldn't say he's a distributor of the ball um but he can bag some goals mcneil is kind of midfield but he's also more attack anyways He'll be whipping some balls in, but mainly, again, he'll score goals more than he creates, in my opinion. But where does it come from, Sam? Well, I think if they get lucky, if everyone can stay healthy, if you have front three, Danjuma, McNeil, and Calvert-Lewin, yeah, that's not bad. It's not too bad. It's not bad, but that's very optimistic considering Yeah, when was the last time Calvert-Lewin played over like 25 games? 25. Okay, we cut it down to 15. Yeah. Yeah. I It hasn't been for at least two years. Uh, a lot of rumors, rumblings coming out that Damari Gray wants to go to Fulham. He wasn't He, he wasn't really a Sean Dyche player. No. For whatever reason. I but he's playing well at the end. I never quite got that. Which, I mean, he has the pace. He can run around. Work rate is probably spotty, which Dyche doesn't care much for, I'm sure. But yeah. Um, one of those things where I think he'd work well at Fulham and it'd work better for him at Fulham than Everton, but we'll see how Everton bought him a couple of years ago for like what, two mil or something like that from Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah. So turn a profit if whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So good for you, Everton. Finally a decent deal of transfer business. Yeah. I wonder this season, could Thomas Cannon get some minutes? Yeah. Young Thomas Cannon, young Tom Cannon, if DCL is hurt. Otherwise, your only option is Neil Maupi 
and we know that this guy is absolute trash. I saw they're still trying to transfer him or swap him to Italy for a guy on some club. Couldn't tell you which club. Some club. They should swap him for a stack of training cones. Yeah. That'd be pretty He's good. He's about as good. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, if we're looking to be optimistic, they had a good energy to close the year. And on, when it came to not cutting time, they did what they had to do. Yeah. They got a win on the final day. They got a win at Brighton, 5-1 to one or whatever, in the craziest game when they needed it most. Um, and even think about think about how much went right for them last year. Pickford with the penalty save against Madison, then the Brighton game, and then the final day game. That's pretty nuts. And you beat Arsenal at home in Dyche's first game. The thing I like about Everton is, like, you know what they are. And I don't think that can be said for a lot of the teams around them. Yeah. You know that they're going to lack goal scoring, but their midfield is decent and their defense is pretty good. You know, other than... For some reason, Sean Dyche's love of Michael Keane, which Ooh. I'll never understand Mike that. Keen. But, you know, <laughs> I think it can get him by just enough. Yep. My bold prediction for Everton was that Jordan Pickford will be the best fantasy Premier League goalkeeper this year and have the most points. I believe it. I wonder what he finished last season. He was like, I think like... Third? No, a little lower than that. More oh, really? like fifth or sixth. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Last year was Pope, but, I mean, he played every game. Newcastle, their top-tier defense in every game. Everything went right for Newcastle. True. Uh, True. Let's move on. The Big 15. We originally had this team too high, and we looked at the table and we said, What are we doing? No, 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 no. That They cannot be there. We're talking about West Ham. Yeah. Uh, last year finished 14th. We have him 15th for this. Personnel. Mainly a four-two-three-one, not great results with it, and honestly, much better with a four-three-three, which I kind of found surprising because I was thinking, okay, how'd they line up with the four-three-three? It was probably uh, Bowen, Antonio, and I was like, who's who they have ben on Rama. the Ben Rama out wide? Okay, yeah. and then they had obviously Rice, Sushek, Fornals in that mid-three. Paqueta. Paqueta instead of Fornals. Pardon my. Pardon my French mm-hmm. out here. I'm stuck in 2021 out here. <laughs> uh, and then the back four, obviously, Fabianski and that. But I was like, that team, I was like, but who won the ball for them? I was, I was just perplexed by that, that they do that well. But, I mean, sometimes just throwing out your best guys makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, ceiling basement, have 9 to 17. I put 9. There's just a chance that, you know, Moyes, if he gets his way, has, Two has years some luck ago, with his guys. Off. Yeah, and if they just bounce out of the Europa League right away, which I'm anticipating that they're just going to flush it down the toilet, there's a chance, but more than likely not. Keys to success, the Bowen bounce back. Paqueta keeps it rolling like he did at the end of last year. Danny Ings stays healthy, and Moyes doesn't harm the team tactically. Did I leave anything else out? I feel like their defense is what it is, and there's not much that's going to be done to improve or ruin it. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could also include the fact they still have a lot of money to spend. Do they? But uh, uh, they pocketed it all. They. Well, did you to see the report today? Did you see the report that they won't pay thirty mil for James Ward Browse? Well, Moyes wants 
Ward Prowse. Yeah. And their new technical director from mm-hmm. Leverkusen. Shout out Leverkusen. Keep getting shouted out on this podcast. <laughs> A lot of references. Um, he he's like, no, there yeah. we can find players that are cheaper for that quality. Right, but. Moyes is a guy who likes his. He likes Premier proven League. guys. Yeah, and proven. I can't blame him. I mean, thirty mil for James Ward Prowse. I mean, that seems like a fine deal to me. Yeah, it'll probably end up being thirty plus five if I had to guess, and I think they'll just go through with it. And if you're Southampton, what are you doing? Sell him? Yeah. Or, I mean, I guess if you were totally confident he'd bounce back, just loan him. But I don't think that. I don't think you'd want to do that. Just sell Ward Prowse. Um. Yeah, I mean, that was my main question. Why wait to spend the Rice money? Why didn't they have at least one transfer lined up? Yeah, it's like... Like, they, as soon as the Rice goes through, then, yeah. boom, we have this other midfielder. Did they think that they were going to hold on to him? I don't think I so. Imagine. I can't I don't think so. I think they probably just waited super long to move Rice. Yeah. And that's why they're delaying him signing with Arsenal, because they... They probably had some like they probably had like three or four deals that are going on in the early stages, and they just kept collapsing. Mm. Is my bet is my best bet because there's no way you went in thinking you're keeping Declan Rice. That's insanity. Wow, wow. especially that'd be like Villa a couple years ago thinking they were keeping Grill. Like yeah. a team comes to you with a hundred mil, and you're not a top six club. Right. You're not. That's not. It's the the player is going to go, and you're going to sell. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, especially once Man City came in with a bid. Well, we don't know if that actually happened or not. That's true. It probably never did happen. Um. Yeah, and also, who wins the ball for this team? I'm I'm very worried about that. I'm just worried about Sushek. I've been worried about him for a year or two now. <laughs> yeah, I think that plays into what I was going to say uh, about West Ham. This team, not to mention, they've always had depth issues this whole time. Yeah. And they haven't added anyone in terms of adding depth. This is perfect. You get the rice money, you can add like three or four guys. Yeah, this team has been stale for a while now, and still they refuse to sign some new guys, especially after having that big influx of cash. They're so worried that they're going to be taking, you know. Taking the cleaners on taking stuff. The cleaners that's why you got to do money. That's why you got to line up transfers beforehand. Not necessarily all of them, but at least one or two. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, My optimism with this team, it's pretty simple, Sam. I just really love a few of the players individually on this team. Yeah. I like Bowen. You got my boy, Danny Ings. Danny I like Ings. Jared Bowen. I like Ings. what I saw from, yes, I like what I saw from Paqueta at the end the year last year. Um, couple other defenders I like, Aguard. Mm-hmm. Zuma for West Ham is fine. He's Ooh, he's West Kurt Ham. The cat kicker. He's fine talent wise. Yeah, he is. Their their fullbacks worry me at times. Ben Johnson's okay, and then sometimes he's like championship level. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Fabianski, obviously, just all reliable back there. Yep. So I do like some of the players on this team. It's just it doesn't fully make sense. And also, you need to spend your money and get some depth. I just feel like they're sitting on this like gold mine for a rebuild. And they're just like, eh, actually, no. Well, the thing is, it seems like they don't really want Moyes there, like the board. Yeah. But since he won, they're like, okay, well, you know, we'll keep him in. But it just feels like it's a ticking time bomb before he gets fired. And I, I just don't, don't know why he long. didn't step down. Yeah, he should have. Especially, they won't even let him bring in 
guys that he wants. Wants, yeah. And it's not like insane. Like Ward Prowse for thirty mil, like that's that's fine, you know. Well, it's not even insane for Moyes to want Ward Prowse and stuff, but it's also not insane for the board to want to go their own direction. And say, hey, you're short term, buddy. Yeah. We're gonna be here for that's the true. long haul. That's true. So that's why it's like you're gonna clash heads. Why didn't you just let Moyes go? Exactly. I, very odd. Um, <laughs> board, I just read you know, board sucks ass. Yeah. Bold prediction, Aguirre is the player of the year for West Ham. He's their best player. Yeah. It's not that crazy, but typically it's always attacking guys that get the attention. So you'd think Bowen or Paqueta would probably win their player of the year, but I think Aguirre is maybe their best guy at moments at least. Yeah, I think he's got pretty good upside. 14, Sam. 14. This is the one team we kind of disagree a little on. You have them a little higher than me. I have them a little lower. Fulham. Yeah, but I don't disagree with having them lower. Yeah. There's so many teams that it's really pick and choose yeah. with anyone minus team 11 and 12, in my humble opinion. Even team 12 somewhat isn't a little yeah. nervy. Uh, last year finished 10th. Personnel, 4-2-3-1 in 100% of the Premier League games last year. Do you believe that? Consistency. That's a crazy stat. Um, ceiling basement, 10 to 18, keys to success, good goalkeeping, Tim Remark, held on to Paulina, Wilson and Vinicius kind of stepped up to end the year. My main question, Sam, can the D hold up? It's very contingent on just Tim Ream for the most part. Kenny Tate and <laughs> Anthony Robinson had their moments last year. Not the best defensively out of the two fullbacks, um, at yeah. moments, but for what they are, they exceeded my expectations and played well. Obviously, Burnt Leno was an amazing goalkeeper last year. Not enough people talk about his performance. But that second center back spot, Sam, it's got me a little scared. Not fully scared, but a little scared. Well, you know, I think Tim Ream and Issa Diop last season were a good combo, and then they brought in uh, Calvin Bassi, Bassi yeah. from Ajax. I like that competition rather than... Sticking with Tosin because I think well, he Tosin's, is Tosin's good. Audi. But the fullback situation is a little concerning defensively speaking, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. But Burn Leno, I expect him to have another good season. Yeah. Balanced play last year will be balanced again this year. Players who ended the year strong will be there. I guess my thing is that the key to their success last year for attack was guys getting hot for stretches. And then yeah. when they cooled down, someone else would immediately step up. That's not always the easiest to replicate. And they definitely did ride the wave of their early success. hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, with William was probably the one guy throughout the year who was most consistent in attack. Yeah. Mitrovic started off in fire and everyone just kind of coasted off that. They're like, Oh, Fulham's playing well. And it's Mitrovic who's doing it. It's like, Oh, he scored like, Seven goals right away, and then he was out for a long time. And yeah, he, he was did hurt, and then he got suspended. Well, they kept playing him when he was hurt, too, and that yeah. didn't help. Right. Uh, Vinicius had his moments where he bagged a couple. Harry Wilson, towards the very end of the year, started popping off. I do like the aspects to their attack. They have guys that can provide, guys who can score, but I, I would really feel better if they got Damari Gray. Um, I, I think that that would make a whole lot of sense for their team. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be like a better D Cordova Reed. Yeah. Um, so that's just me. Yeah. I think my issue with Fulham is this uncertainty around a couple of the key players that were last season's uh, bright spots that we just touched on. Mitrovic, obviously, there were a lot of rumors 
those seem to have kind of cooled off yeah a, a little bit but i mean there were there were rumors that he said he would never play for fulham again yeah so i'm kind of confused <laughs> where exactly they stand on that not sure and then you have the whole willian debacle rumors that he wanted to leave signs a new contract and now he's twerking for saudi arabia as i would be too yeah so that's that's a bit of a question mark and not only is it the possibility of losing these players but it's kind of it it could rattle the team possibly having these key figures yes you know unsure of whether they're gonna stay or go and uh so yeah that's why i think our bold prediction for fulham is kind of a decline you know, yeah. I think most people would look at us and say, oh, what, you don't think they can do it again? You're, you're yeah. crazy. They were so good last year. But it's like there's there's some red flags there that 100%. I'm not sure people have quite noticed yet. Yeah, it might just be the bold prediction that they are kind of near, the, they'll be in a bit of a relegation scrap. I'd say if I had to give a just a general bold prediction, I would say, I'd say Kevin and Babu, player of the year. <laughs> Kevin and Bobby worst best. player in the league but no player of the year in the Premier League um we'll just throw something out there we'll say Raul Jimenez scores zero goals for Fulham I don't think that's a bold prediction okay well then we'll do <laughs> a bold prediction would be that he scores a per- goal Pereira <laughs> leads the team in goals and assists how about that okay well I mean especially if if Mitrovic goes out I still think Vinicius, yes, he could step up. He's gonna step up so much that Tottenham buy him. That's they're gonna buy him <laughs> back. back. That's the that's the real bold prediction. Yeah, let's move on. I think this is bold. We have this team up here. I, th- I feel like te- people are really still down on this team, and I'm buying stock. Yeah, not a ton, but a little bit. Yeah, people are they're high on Fulham. Yeah, low on Forest. We're high on Forest. Low on Fulham. Yeah, not even Forest. I was surprised you had him kind of up here too with me. Last year, 16th, personnel, kind of all over the place. But when they had it going, it was a 3-4-3, really kind of dropping back in the box, a little low block. Ceiling basement, I have 11-19. to Keys to success, great counterattack. Just playing fast in the attack, just kind of going forward. It feels a bit like helter-skelter, kind of like there's no plan when they're going forward, but that's when they're at their best. Kind Uh, of a a jazz You're just dribbling. You're just dribbling right at them. You're just running right at him, and you might swing the ball in, or you'll rip it. And you don't know what's coming. Nottingham Forest is like jazz, you know. You Something let one like guy have a solo, then the other guy comes in and you know, yeah. does his thing. That sounds about right. Yeah. Also, key to success: do not allow the defense to get caught out or in transition, because that is an automatic goal for the other team. Yeah. Don't uh, play Joel <laughs> Worrell. Joe Worrell or um, Willie Bolly. Willie Bolly was in the <clears throat> kit release. What is he doing in the kit release? That doesn't make me... That makes me a little nervous. Or don't play... Sorry. Scott McKenna. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, Scott McKenna might be... <laughs> that guy's cha- awful. Bottom half of the championship tier. Yeah. He should be on Watford. Yeah. I think he's one of those guys you ever hear about people who their job forgets that they exist, you yeah. know, and they just the keep them around, space, but don't... Milton. Yeah, exactly. He's Milton the McKenna. Milton. He's, <laughs> Milton he, McKenna. He's Milton McKenna, of course. They, they got so many people, they forgot he was still there collecting a check. Uh, um, My main question, how massive will Ole Aina... Aina? 
Aina, 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 uh, former Chelsea big time prospect, uh, be for this defense. And can Awani stay in form for more than five games? I feel like the first one is more reasonable <laughs> than the second one. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I'm no Ola Aina yeah. expert as, as you are, Mr. Chelsea over here, but uh, he's I, just been a decent player. Honestly, probably one of the better defenders on like mid table mm-hmm. Italian teams for the last couple of seasons. So, sure, yeah. why not? But I just don't know if they're going to use it because he's more of a fullback. But mm-hmm. if you're playing the back three, you probably don't need him as wing back. Is he just going to be one of the center backs? I, that's where I get kind of mixed up. I think quality wise, he's on forest level and he's probably a good fit for them. But I don't know where he, I guess, fits yeah. in. Yeah. I think that's the thing with forest is that they never had a good defensive uh, fullback last yeah. season. So they were always like, all right, our fullbacks are just traditional attackers. Sergio bah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're looking optimistically, closed last year strong. They at least addressed the defense in this market. Last year they brought in only one one guy <clears throat> from, was it Union Berlin? Some Bundesliga team. Um. And they kept the uh, they kept the young attack together this year, so I feel like they're kind of building towards something. Yeah, I feel like they pushed through the growing pains last season, yeah. and now there's potential for them to build something this season and really flourish. I mean, you got some, especially. I think we're all on the Gibbs White hype Gibbs train White, right now. Yeah, hype train. Brennan Johnson, he's still there. You know, I he's think he good. could be a big part of the Solid team. Solid young player. Yep. I like the addition of bringing in Alanga. Yeah, no, I mean that adds a good amount to their attack. He'll be what probably what they thought they're getting with Dennis. Yeah, is my guess. Right, but he'll probably actually care. So. Well, Manuel Dennis is being sent off to the Gulag of Italy, where he cannot care over there. Um. Yeah, and then your dilemma is about goalkeeper. Yeah, goalkeeper, still some question marks. You know, obviously they wanted to bring in Dean Henderson, but... I think they still will. But your boy, Matty Turner, is apparently an option now. It it really makes no sense why United wouldn't sell Henderson at this point. It's like, obviously, you what just you, signed yeah. Onana. The only chance was that Henderson was going to be the successor to De Gea. And Which he might have been that, if, yeah. if he stayed healthy last season. Maybe. Uh, but, yeah, some question marks. Like you said... Matt Turner, an option. I think that'd be, be, bad, that'd be okay. Yeah, I'd rather I prefer have Dean, Henderson. Yeah. Dean Henderson, but yep. but then again, Henderson would probably cost a little more than Turner, but still, yeah. would be, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, my bold prediction is they're much improved down the road this year. It wouldn't take much. <laughs> I know. I couldn't really think of one. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anyone that pops in your mind? Um, anyone that pops in my mind. You want to give me like a. Gibbs White gets 10 goals, 10 assists. Is that possible? That's possible. That's um, pretty bold, too. I mean, he didn't score like a ton last year. He only scored like a handful. Yeah, I don't know. I really <laughs> I really like uh, bringing in Alanga. That's what I'll say. Okay. Underrated, maybe. Say that he might be up there for a sneaky signing in the Here, summer. Here's my bold take. Niakate's long throws are going to cook. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Let's move on to 12. The man can throw that ball. Let him throw. Let him throw. Pull up, let him throw. <laughs> uh, number 12, 
It's the team who finished 11th last year. It's Crystal Palace. I have the Crystal Palace shorts on right now, ladies and gentlemen, and they feel beautiful. Woohoo! Personnel 4-3-3 with a little 4-2-3-1 down the stretch. Um, ceiling and basement 8-16. to Keys to success, really the production out of the striker spot, solidify goalkeeper spot, um, which, I mean, they're not going to do anything in the market. It'll probably just be a battle. Um, and then just keep winning games in midfield and transitioning and attack. I mean, if you look at their their starting 11, Sam, you know, people are a little down on the keeper spot. I think Sam Johnstone will be fine. I like him. I think he'll be fine. Um, It's obviously the striker spot, but if you plug in, like, I don't know, take, like, a slightly above-average Premier League striker or, like, even average... Like put Undav on that team. It actually looks half decent with their with the way that they're set up. Um, a lot of people smack talking our boy Undav. Well, he, I don't blame him they, for they wanting playtime, but season. yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame. He wants playing time, and they no, have I don't Evan. Blame him either. They might have to eventually some because they're just gonna have Ferguson and Pedro. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you do. Uh, how you then, fit him by then that? Then you got Welbs. You oh yeah, throw him. He, in well, he's the crafty vet. He's yeah. got to stay there. Um. I guess my main thing is, can Roy, Roy Ball hold up one more time? Because yeah. Mr. Roy Hodgson, I don't know. Yeah, he brought in the good vibes at the end of the season, but I remember like 30% possession, very yeah. passive, do-nothing Crystal Palace from a few years back. And that is the fear that it could spiral into that again. Yes. Which, I mean, given the the dynamic talent that they have in attack with guys like Eze and Elise, it, it'd be hard to imagine that, but it could happen. But like you said, they have a very solid starting 11. Great <coughs> center back pairing, and then a great third option in... Uh, Richards. Chris Richards. I really like that. Yes, Chris Richards. Uh, Turk Mitchell is great. I had a down year last year, but yeah, I think yeah. there's a lot of bounce back potential with him. Bounce back potential. Even like the production they're getting out of like Guaita and stuff last year was pretty solid. I think it makes sense to transition into Johnstone, but I don't have a problem with their defense and goalkeeping, really. It just comes down to that striker spot and depth. My only question would be the right back position. You got Klein and Joel Ward. That They're both spring chickens. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> uh, maybe someone could pop up there and... Yeah. yeah, they'll they'll buy someone or develop someone. Yeah, I could see them in the winter window bringing in a younger younger guy for right back. Um, for a bold prediction, I'll give you a bold prediction of uh one of the top six teams or top seven if you want to include Newcastle buys Ducore next summer. That's my bold prediction. Yeah, I could see it for like. 70 mil he's gonna be like next year's Caicedo pretty much I mean apparently Liverpool looked it into it this year and Palace had like 45 mil or something like that and they're like Liverpool's like no and it's like I think that's actually a fair price I for what he said, did I thought they maybe it's more him at like way more like maybe something crazy okay like maybe 70 I'm, I'm mil maybe I was looking at what Liverpool wanted to pay for him. yeah um but yeah Crystal Palace they'll be 12 hopefully yeah, I'd like to see, you know, they got a couple of young guys that I think could possibly possibly pop up. I think that uh, a BOA yeah. winger, he seems like he could be one that pops up here, especially Elise injured to start the season. 
Yeah. No, 100%. Let's move on. Last team for the podcast. Team in 11th, where I think people would look at us like we're insane. Yes. And we had this team staying up last year, and no one believes in us. So don't doubt the Bournemouth whispers mm-hmm. over here. Bournemouth in 11th, Sam. It feels extremely risky. Yes. But we're all about being risky. Last year, 15th. Personnel four four one one or a four four two. Um their new manager, Iriola, tends to play a four two three one. So we'll see how that goes. Ceiling basement ten to eighteen. Um so they're right near the top. I just feel real good about the way they play. I feel real good about their squad depth. I feel real good about the quality in their starting lineup, Sam. Mm-hmm. It's very pragmatic. They're efficient in attack. They have a solid keeper. The only thing that like screams at you, you have to be better at is defensive set pieces. Yeah, for sure. They they could save themselves a lot of headaches just working on that alone. Yeah. Really uh, bolster the team there. Yeah, a lot of people are singing the praises of this new manager they brought in. Fairly young guy, Spaniard. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he implements his play style athletic bill bow and uh new york city fc legend out here All i right. looked up his playing career didn't know that he played for uh, new york city fc yeah um yeah they brought in some new guys and they're still looking to add some more uh they brought in that left back kirkies and chloe vert and, i just uh, love the Faber. depth on this team i just i don't know what to tell you um I guess my question would be the quality of defense at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one or two spots that's always kind of a weak point. I would just like to see a guy like Lloyd Kelly kind of step up. Yeah, He didn't really step up last year like we thought he would. He seems like he's kind of stuck like between whether he's a fullback or a center back. Yeah. Like he's not quite physical enough to be a center back, but he's not quite you know, technical enough to be a fullback in the Premier League. Yeah. Um. I like to see Zabarni, see what he can do. Oh yeah, the Ukrainian. He's very lad. young, but he's a big lad, and obviously you have. Zinesi. He's very young, but he's a big lad. He's a big lad, <laughs> and then, like you said, Kirk is bringing in that left back. That was a yeah. Position. That's going to be the pace. That's going to be a lot of attack from out wide from yeah from him. Um, yeah, I I just feel like with you know how much they've spent, Sam, it could set them up for disaster if it doesn't go right. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, okay, all signs point to 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 green. You know that'll be a good season, but things don't always turn out as they seem. No, they do not. Uh, you know, they might be crying for Gaz O'Neill back. They very well the could, season. and they, he he'll be at Tottenham Hotspur. So. Oh, really? Because I was thinking he'll probably... I could see him being at, like, Wolves. I could see Wolves just being like, yeah, the guy who kept Bournemouth up and played pretty well last year, yeah, we're just going to hire that guy. I'd say, like, uh, maybe like a Luton. I would really love to see Gaz O'Neill become the guy who, like, is the new Big Sam. That'd be good. And, like, tries to keep teams up. Then we have, like, 30 years of him because he's so young. Yes. Um bold prediction for Bournemouth I think having them in 11th is bold enough to be quite frank yes <laughs> I, I don't think anyone's gonna have them that high um I think that there's an outside chance 
probably like a 3% chance that they get like the Europa League conference spot. All right. Don't let your dreams be memes, Bournemouth. Yeah. Make it We happen. believe in you. I could see it happening. Yes. I could see it happening. Is there any team that you were kind of surprised that you had as high or as low as you did? You know, we talked about West Ham being a team. We we initially had, well, what did we have them, like 13th maybe? Yeah. And it just didn't feel right, you know, no, it given did not. the situation. It, and there's not, you're just not spending any of your money and you're not investing in the squad. How am I supposed to believe in you? Not good vibes going on there. <laughs> not good vibes. Not good vibes. Um. <laughs> uh, you know, Wolves, it feels weird saying that they'll get relegated, but... It's possible. They're just like a dumpster fire yeah. right now. Is there a team that we had in there that you are like one thing away from believing in them? Because honestly, as dumb as it sounds, it's for me, it's probably Everton. They're one, they're one yeah. like constant forward away from being... If they could get a, like, a good or even season a 10. out of Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, or even a a half decent 10 yeah it could swing things because the rest of the squad is not bad mm-hmm. it's a lot better than it's been in previous it's, seasons yes which which i i don't <laughs> quite understand how that's possible because they haven't spent like any money but i know. think it's because daish gets the most out of a lot of these guys that they yeah. have i mean um, bringing in Tarkovsky. rafa rafa and mr flatulous frank fat frank he he was not getting the most out of these He's guys. He's the fattest. Very fat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they stay up this year and they don't spend money, soon enough they'll be out of their uh, purgatory yeah. of not spending because he at least did get 50 mil from Anthony Gordon. So that ate up a big chunk of, you know, yeah. whiffing on a guy like Davy Clawson and stuff like that. Right. Except for the fact that they just built a new stadium. So they're in another hole of debt. Yeah, well... You just wait till Sean Dyche gets him to Everton will just place. never spend any money yet somehow survive. They're a cockroach of the Premier I've, League. Well, I've told you, I they were on the brink of being Sunderland for a while. And yeah, you remember last year we went in and we felt like there's a real good chance they were going to go down. And yeah. it, I just said, I just laid out the case for everything that it took to keep them up, and they stayed up. And now I kind of have a little more faith. They made the smartest decision not to go for this home run of a unknown manager and just yeah. be like Sean Dyche. Yeah. Come in here like, right now. What? You got you guys don't want him? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Well, we talked about it was teams like kept getting in their own way last year near the bottom. Yes. Teams like there's like a video of these two like guys trying to throw like a girl in the pool. Mm-hmm. And and they like somehow like slip and fall and the girl doesn't go in the pool and they yeah. both do and it's like that was Southampton and Leeds last year yeah, exactly. trying to stay up yeah. and like Nottingham Forest like staying up and they like didn't go in the pool is, mm-hmm. is the thing. Like Nottingham Forest kept Cooper and it's like that's right. all you had to do. Just keep it simple. Yeah, Less is more. And right. some of these teams are like, yeah, we bought like a bunch of prospects and uh, we have this new young head coach and it's like, We brought in uh, Javi Gracia for four games. And it's like it's the middle of the year and you're going to get relegated and you did this. You thought this was a good idea? Well, we'll just bring in Big Sam to save us in the last <laughs> two two game games. With, uh, for him to get one draw. Man City and Newcastle as two of those three games. So Yeah, very nice. Yeah, like you said, teams try and do too much. It's like at the end of the day, all you got to do is stay up. So, you know, get, get someone like Sean Dash who knows what they're doing. Yeah. 
100%. There's a lot that's going to happen near the bottom half of the table. It'll probably be maybe not quite as interesting as the last year it blew the title race almost out of the water yeah. in a sense because, you know, we kind of figured City was going to win, but Arsenal and City was close. But the competing for the European spots now is going to be real tight. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what you got lined up because I'm looking at a lot of these Twitter predictions and everyone's saying that the biggest overachiever team this year is Villa, which Villa did good, good last year. So I think a lot of people are going to have, you know, Villa pushing top four and stuff. But I'm just interested to see. Yeah. There's a lot of lot of, vari- Stay lot of variables. Tuned, folks. Next week. Juicy episode. Next Juicy week. episode. And it's going to be a longer one because we have to do the top half of the table and then we have to do predictions, predictions. match week it? one predictions look at us look at us Woo. now Woo. in the new studio match week one predictions baby oh class amazing in the 100s big 101 next week i think nothing left to do but to say thank you to everyone who has supported us over the past 100 episodes we started from just a meme and we turned it into a dream. Here we are, two lads in a basement. Yeah. Different studio. We're here. We're a traveling band. We're having a great time talking about the Premier League every single week. So keep tuning in. Smash that like button. Share with your friends. Keep getting us the YouTube money. Send so your Sam memes. can buy his model planes. Exactly. Fund the model plane collection. <laughs> you know, drop a like. Drop a comment. Drop a we comment. want to hear from you. Yes. We want to hear what kind of crazy people are out there thinking that Bournemouth is going to finish 11th. <laughs> or maybe just tell us that we're idiots. That's okay, yes. too. All all press is good press to us. Exactly. We want to hear your takes. But anyways, it's been a great 100 episodes. Here's, Here's to another 100. To another 100. Mm, spot on, brother. Until next week, adios, mis amigos. Sayonara. Sayonara. Bonjour, no. Bonjour.